Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hey friend, and welcome back to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is Jamie C. I'm the CEO and owner of Salt Society, and I'm so happy that you're here. Happy Monday. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about balayage, and not only just balayage, but balayage consultations and how to kick ass in some consultation work. So first and foremost, consultations are literally the most important foundational component you can have to your to your salon I mean honestly it's I think it's the most overlooked too and there's such a science to communication and such a beautiful way to be able to approach consultations Um, so today what we're going to be talking about is really how to understand how to have an effective consultation around balayage because here's the truth a lot of times your client is going to come in and they're going to have an idea around what they want, right? And maybe they want um, a balayage uh, because they've really heard really great things about hair painting, but really maybe in fact, it's going to take you foiling based off of their canvas to get them where they really want. So it's really important to not only have really clear, effective communication, but to really explain what balayage can do, what foiling can do, and then how to really move forward to get them excited without questioning you. So the more knowledge you have, the more power you deliver, the more trust you can gain with your clients. And when clients trust you, they invest in you. It's the most powerful thing you can do is have your clients advocate for you. Because when you have your clients advocate not only for you, but the work that you do and that they trust you and that they're willing to invest in you, but they're absolutely willing to tell their friends about you, that says that you are doing an outstanding job with what you're doing. And a lot of times we put so much pressure on ourselves to build a clientele solely from social media, Um, but we have such an advantage um, at our fingertips. If you have clients in your chair, existing clients in your chair, you can make a huge impact in your business just by using your communication and really honing in amazing questions, amazing experience, amazing trust building opportunities to really get clients to come back and share and advocate for you. So let's get into a little bit more about consultation work. So what is a balayage consultation? So a hair consultation or just even a hair consultation or balayage consultation is the conversation between the stylist and the client, which is essentially designed to help you understand and deliver the goals of what your client is really wanting or what you want for them. Because sometimes what ends up happening too is they can come in and say, this is what I want, but you haven't even offered your professional opinion yet. And 90% of clients really want your professional opinion. That's going to help make them feel beautiful. That's going to enhance their um, existing color or enhance their complexion or just make them feel more bright and beautiful. So typically the discussion will revolve around their hair history, their hair goals, and the technical aspects of their hair. So like texture, their current level, etc. 
But the hair consultation also lets you begin building a relationship with your client. And that's kind of what this is all about. It's where you're able to connect, to communicate, to set expectations of their hair journey. It's all beautiful things. It's where you begin setting realistic expectations for what your services can and can't do and where you can give a client a taste of what it would be like to work with your business. And I don't mean like your salon. I mean you as a stylist because you as an individual have a personal brand, have a personal flavor about yourself that is going to allow for you to keep the referrals coming in, which essentially can help you grow your productivity, allow you to increase your rate per hour, which can allow for you to grow your dang business. And this is what this is all about. So questions to ask during a hair consultation. Some of the value of the hair consultation certainly comes from being able to show new or potential clients your facilities, your staff, your personal value, and definitely your vibe. Uh, But the true value for the stylist really comes from the information that you're able to really lean into with that deep conversation, which is without a doubt, for 100% sure, going to be more information and more informative than a five-minute chat before a treatment or a service. So a consultation done correctly is going to be transformative for you, for your business, and for your uh, client, for their experience. And also, if you're a salon owner, this is a really, really important thing to be able to create with your onboarding with your team. So to be able to create a system and approach for the standard of expectation on how you expect your team to communicate with clients coming in the door. So if you're new to hair consultations, you might not be entirely sure of the kinds of questions that you should be asking, which is totally normal and okay. And that is why we're here. Um, But to help make things easier, um, I've kind of pulled together a list of what the most important questions are that you should be asking and make sure that all of your new and returning guests are being asked as well. So one important thing you want to remember before we dive into any questions is number one, set the standard of expectation for a new client and hold that standard of expectation continuously every time they come in. So I've experienced this before where I've gone into a business and they have treated me like a flipping rock star, right? They've, they've given me white glove service, right? They're, at, they're above and beyond. And then the next time I come in, it's not so much. And then the next time I come in again, it's not so much again. And then it's just like, oh, well, you're, you just come in all the time. We just like, don't really need to be treating you the same way. And then it loses the reason I came back, right? I lost the initial experience. Yes, I kind of got to know the service provider and that's really great. And yeah, the service came out great, but it's also an opportunity for me to be able to have some quiet, to be able to really leave my home, my, you know, my kids and, and the noise of my life and the busyness of my life and be able to go relax. And when I'm not being treated the same way every single time, it's not as fun, right? It just feels like, oh, I guess it feels like a chore. Like, oh, I got to go get my nails done. It's like, you know, so keep that thought in mind. The standard of expectation that you hold for your initial new client should be the exact same for every single time that they come in. So now let's get into some questions. I'm not going to share all of the questions that I have, but I have a, I have a few that I want to share with you. So questions about their goals are really, really important. So these questions will help you understand what your client is really 
trying to achieve by coming to you in the first place, which can help you manage expectations and set a rough time frame for like how you're going to complete it. Okay, so number one, uh, what do they want to achieve? Uh, now, keep in mind, before we even ask these questions, there's a systematic approach that I take for consultations, and it has been massively successful, not only for my team, uh, but for my business and for myself in my own personal business. So when they come in, I really make it about the connection and definitely make it more about human connection. So sitting face to face with a stool instead of standing behind the chair, looking at them through the mirror, not really asking them immediately what they want to achieve, uh, but just giving them gratitude for being there. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, And then not really making it immediately about the hair. So a little bit more about that connection and then asking them what, you know, that that you have an idea for them, that you want to uh, make it exciting for them, uh, that you have some really, really great ideas because that gets them excited. Then you want to ask them, you know, what do they want to achieve? This is especially true if you have not had a pre-consultation or pictures prior to them coming in. So what do they want to achieve? Uh, What is their timeline? Is there an important event or date that they are working towards? Maybe an example, a wedding, a birthday, vacation, reunion, that kind of thing. Are they okay with the idea of multiple sessions to achieve their goal? Or do they want a one and done approach? Um, I actually learned this really cool um, verbiage from a fellow stylist educator friend of mine, Lo Wheeler Davis. And she had said in a class, um, we were at the Hair Love Retreat um, which is run by um, Elizabeth Fay, who is another good friend of mine. And she had said that instead of talking about session work, right? Because not that's very vague for a, a client. It's normal for us, right? It's an appointment. Um, but instead, breaking it down by hours. So the look that you're looking to achieve will actually be a six or seven hour approach. Okay. Um, today we have two hours. So let's talk about what we can achieve in that two hours, and let's talk about what. Um, the next few appointments are going to look like so we can achieve this seven hour goal, right? So really being able to break it down by the hours really helps the client understand how long it's actually going to take to achieve, but it really takes that vague statement of session work out of the approach. So uh, next question would be, how much are they willing to invest in their hair today? And does this include take home products? So there's two ways that you can approach this. For some people, this works out great, asking what they're willing to invest in their hair. Um, And sometimes it doesn't. Uh, The way I personally like to approach it, um, it works for some people and it works for other people differently. And I always like to give two different approaches and you just see what works best for you. So the first approach is asking them how much they're willing to invest in their hair and how, and does that include take home products? The second thing is building the journey, um, getting them excited, um, building the reality of what it's going to be like when they have the hair and then telling them, so let's talk about what your investment is going to cost today. And then going through each step, uh, of importance to reach the goal and what that's going to cost. Um, so that they know, like they already have what they want. Now they know what it's going to cost. Um, so there's two different ways to approach it. And I, I don't think a, it's a one size fits all approach. I think you should do what feels most comfortable to you. Uh, so that is kind of the basis, right? Of, um, you know, uh, consultation work in general. So 
Another thing that I want to go over before um, is about their lifestyle, but I really just want to kind of go through those questions one more time just so you remember what they are. So what do they want to achieve? Are they, um, is there a timeline? Uh, Are they okay with multiple sessions or do they want a one and done approach and the investment? So the next thing that we're going to be talking about is their lifestyle. So really you want to know what this person's life is like outside of working with you, right? Are they a wash and go kind of person? Uh, Do they do a lot of socializing? Are they a person that spends a ton of time doing their hair and they really take pride and they definitely have a like an hour in the morning to do their hair. What is that like? Are they doing a lot of swimming? What does that uh, look like for them? So a couple questions could be, um, what is your job? Do you need to wear your hair up a certain way? Do you wear it um, up more often? Do you wear it down more often? Um, Do you have children? Uh, Because that is also especially true if they, you know, have time to do their hair or they busy doing other things. Um, and especially in summer months, do they do a lot of swimming? So just get a, get a feel for what their life is going to be like. Because you don't want to give them high-maintenance hair when they don't have a high-maintenance life. When they need a low-maintenance approach. Um, so now this is really important to now talk about bringing in the balayage aspect of this. So this is just kind of generalized consultation work. But when you're bringing in the balayage, now you want to start educating a little bit more about the approach of balayage, if this is going to be right for them. So if they bring in a picture that's like a bright level 9, 10, 11, 12, clean, bright finish, that is not balayage unless they are a level 9 already. So, or maybe a level 8. So balayage realistically can give you three to five levels of lift with a warm to neutral finish. It's a very, very gentle approach to color. Um, And when you know those things, that it is a gentle approach to color, it doesn't mean that it it works for everybody. Uh, Some people need a foil based off of their current canvas. They need it off of their current um, or what their goal is and what we have uh, put in a plan for them. So know that balayage is the most gentle approach and also that it can give you three to five levels of lift, sometimes more based off of the cuticle levels of the hair. So if you have uh, thicker, coarser hair that has a lot of cuticle layers, then it's not going to give you that bright, bright, bright finish um, of five levels of lift like it would for someone who has thin, fine hair uh, that doesn't have as many cuticle layers. It's just important to know the difference. So when somebody comes in and they say, I want to be painted, I've seen it done on YouTube, show them pictures of your work, show them a color uh, swatch of underlying lifts, and let them know the difference between foil work and balayage work. And say, I understand, I deeply understand that you want to be painted. And I've seen that you have seen it done, but the approach varies based off of everyone's canvas and that your canvas and the goal that you want require a different approach. However, I can show you what it's going to look like. It will look like the balayage. However, I have to take a different approach to get there. So let me show you a few pictures of what that looks like. Show them the pictures of what balayage can do. Show them the pictures of what foils can do, how it can still look like that, and then tell them, all right, now let me talk about what the investment looks like today. Break down piece by piece the necessary steps that you need to take to get them there. Ask them, how do you feel about that? And then let them know what their response or wait for their response. If in fact that the investment is too high for them, say, okay, so what is the most important thing that you leave with today? Because I want to make sure that you have the most 
you know, beautiful hair possible. Um, but what is the most important thing that we achieve today? Uh, and do you have a level of comfort with your budget? Because then you can kind of customize uh, what's going to end up happening. And if you do take the approach of where you ask them, hey, what, you know, what are you willing to invest into your hair today? Um, what is your budget for today? What does that look like? Then you have an idea of how you can work around creating the, the approach or the goal within that budget. Um, don't try to be a hero. Please don't. Your time and your product that you use should be done adequately. Um, oftentimes you try to be the hero and like, oh, it's okay. Like I'll make it work. Um, and then we either end up, um, you know, undercharging ourselves, using way too much product, running late and doing all these things. Um, instead, be realistic, be optimistic, be realistic uh, and build excitement into what you can do for them and build excitement into the journey. This is not a one and done situation. You want to build a relationship with them. You want them to come back. You want to be able to keep continually working on them, right? So now I think the most important thing is to understand how you feel about your balayage technique, how you feel about your foiling technique, how you feel about um, really approaching this confidently because the truth of the matter is is that you can have a kick-ass consultation but if you don't feel confident in the ability to deliver then it's going to be a little bit more challenging to feel even confident delivering right so when you're moving forward inside of your consultation really understand where do i want to where do i really want to help my technique where do i want to um really focus on growing, right? So luckily we have a class coming up. Um, really, really excited. We've actually opened up our classroom again and I'm going to be teaching um, all of my foiling techniques, which I'm so excited about. I'm also collaborating with our color theory expert, Christine Turek, who is also known as Paint That Main on the Instagram. And she is freaking amazing. Amazing. She's going to be going over how to do a hair analysis, the best product knowledge for supporting mineral buildup, color maintenance, protein balance, and moisture control, uh, simple and high impact balayage placements and applications, and how to keep things bright and in the best possible condition. She's also going over glossing formulation for longevity and balance the do's and don'ts of coloring during the summer months. Uh, the biggest reasons your glosses don't stick and how to get them to stay longer for your clients and the best maintenance plan to keep your clients coming back. So here is what I'm saying is when you take these things into consideration and you're like, oh my gosh, I know all these things. I now have so much more power and knowledge to bring to my consultations and also immense value that I'm bringing to my consultations and to my business. I'm going to be going over foiling that looks like balayage, just like what we talked about, and, and simplistic uh, placement with maximum impact and how to create really beautiful dimensional color because that's what a lot of clients love. Um, also going to be sharing my area of genius, which is how to effectively sell in your consultation without feeling salesy. So we're going to be going over how to feel confident, how to build confidence and how to have really, really kick ass consultations and build your business uh, through the roof and make the money that you deserve. 
So I will put all of that information inside of the show notes for you. That class is going to be held in our classroom, which is in Cheshire, Connecticut on April 5th. And it's a look and learn from 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Really, really excited to be hosting um, in-house education again to get back to human connection, growth development, building your business. It's going to be so fun and I'm excited to uh, see you inside the classroom. Uh, I'm going to put some extra uh, extra uh, things for you inside of the show notes as well, just in case you want to learn a little bit more about specific topics that we talked about. All right, my friend, I hope you have a beautiful day. Happy Monday and go have a kick-ass week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,